This is the podcast for June 16th, 2011. It's not safe for work. Recorded live from Netroots Nations, where Howard Dean was macking on a girl. It's the professional left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. Yeah, production values have fallen off somewhat here, folks. We're And we're recording this at the very belly of the liberal beast at Netroots Nation. We had a great time today. We did. And Howard Dean really did mac on... Uh, he really did. He put his arm around me. Can you believe it? He did. We met. And then he said, we love crooks and liars. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we love you too, Dr. Dean. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We love Howard Dean. And, and his brother, Jim Dean. I met earlier today, I met Jim Dean, who is the director of Democracy for America. BFA. My voice. It sounds sexy. It's okay. Billy Holiday. Let's roll with it. Come. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, DFA, uh, Director of DFA. Democracy for America, which, which is paying for part of our trip, yeah. along with you listeners. Yes. Which to Netroots Nation, we really appreciate both. Really appreciate. You know, Democracy for America is doing something kind of interesting that dovetails very nicely with something we've done for like 78 episodes. 78 episodes <laughs> and six plus years of blogging. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. About messaging yeah. that I really like. Uh, Howard Dean, you know, he's kind of an innovator, that guy. Yes. And he's come up with, he and his group have come up with this idea of values voting. Uh-huh. Kind of, you know, taking it away from the other side. Like taking back Christianity. Right. Or taking we, back values. We're taking back values. And they are emphasizing in their messaging the values of community, security, and liberty. Yes. Oh, that sounds so nice for the people. Sounds, but sounds suspiciously like the four freedoms that a former liberal president once once talked about. But now you're going to want to talk about the socialism, and I just don't want to go no, there. No. <laughs> I'm just saying this is this is as old as the Bible. Oh yeah, and it's as effective as as Roosevelt's four freedoms. So, but I think I think that we. Like so many things, Drift Glass, we liberals can do this better. Yeah, well, we forgot how to do this. I know. We got all cluttered right. up with statistics and, and issues it, rather than values. Yes, yes. And talking about values, if I say to people in my church, for instance, well, you know, I really value this community and I value community in terms of our schools and making sure they're good for the kids. Value all of the elder care facilities, safety, the safety, the safety our, with our police and fire departments. Uh, those good jobs for my good neighbors. jobs. You know, my neighbors are out of work, and I value an economy that puts my neighbors to work. Exactly, uh-huh. and have a community that sustains people. Uh-huh. And you know, in addition to that, security. Safe drinking water, uh-huh. well-regulated banks uh-huh. that serve their customers yes. and don't just serve themselves. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and serve community by investing in home ownership. Yeah. And not taking homes away from people when they don't own the note on it. You know <laughs> what banks used to do. Yeah. Uh, and then liberty is freedom from all kinds of bigotry, doesn't matter what kind that might be. Uh-huh. Uh, no one has a right to keep tabs on your personal information for personal profit or corporate profit. Right. You know, if it's for your personal safety and it's regulated that your medical information should be yeah. available to your doctor, that's different. It is. But security and liberty requires us to value privacy. It does. For the privacy. individuals. 
privacy for the individuals. That means no government snooping around in your right. library cards. Nobody tapping your goddamn phone. Right. Nobody spiriting you away to a secret prison because no, no suspension of habeas yeah. corpus. Those were not all issues. Those were values yeah. that were violated, that were brutally violated by Republicans. Yeah. And I'm not real happy with the way this president is treating some of them. Yeah, right. But Things have improved. But, again, we speak from a, a, a place of value and move to the issues rather than the other way around. I also love how in conjunction with all of this, um, Howard Dean reminds everyone that Democrats balance budgets. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, we do. And that that feeds into our values of community and security as well. Mm-hmm. You know, financial security for the whole country means we make sure that corporations pay their fair share. Yes. Oil companies pay their fair share yes. and invest in our community and our security. And when you give tax breaks to billionaires, they, well, and, and they pick yeah. up that money and take it overseas to hire slave labor. That but is then they depend on the U.S. military to secure their facilities. And the U.S. consumers to buy their crap. Yeah. Fine. If you want to pick up your dough and go buy an island and populate it with slave labor to make cheap crap, you can do that. But you don't ha- you don't get my tax subsidies to help you screw my country, right? Because right. that's treasonous. That's economic treason, and you're you're there's no law against it. But I don't want my government helping that. Well, and I don't think anyone who gets the bulk of their billions from government contracts <laughs> should get a tax refund no. anyway. No. I mean, if you're a military contractor, uh-huh. you don't get to write stuff off. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you're, you've got my tax money already, <laughs> no. so. Well, and, and I mean, in World War II, tr- the Truman Commission, yeah. which is how Truman came to the attention of the public and, and stopped being the, the senator for Prendergast, mm-hmm. was driving, physically driving around checking out military contractors and seeing the shoddy workmanship that was being done mm-hmm. and calling that un-American. Yeah. You're ripping off the American taxpayer during a time of war when we're asking citizens to scrimp and save and, and ration. And these fuckers are raking off billions of dollars in World War II money. That's unacceptable. That is what Democrats do. I think I heard of a vice president who was a war profiteer once, too. Yeah, yeah. We've gone from the vice president who, who stops profiteers to the vice president who enables profiteers. And is one. And is one. Bloodthirsty motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Promised I wouldn't swear in front of the liberals. Uh, speaking of those SOBs, we're, we're sharing a hotel with the right on... Right people, online. Right online people. And it's just, it's just a love fest. We're, re- we're meeting in the halls. We're talking about our shared values, which I think consists of, I don't know, we both like water. This is sponsored by Americans for Prosperity. Yes. And their, I want, their conference. And I would like to know, I'm an American. I'm for prosperity. Can I join your club, your, your no liberals club? Anyway, uh, we're, we're, we're keeping a, a safe and uh, a respectful distance. Um, Not and, really. Yeah. Their clothes are, they're better dressed than we are. They are. We're, we're in our. You know, if you ever, if you ever saw Lost, the way the people on the island dressed after about seventy that's, years, that's that's pretty the, much us. Uh, <laughs> Hand woven cotton things and shoulder bags and uh, and tasers. No, we don't have tasers, but it's a, it's we're, we're having a, a very good time. We're off to uh, enjoy the company of our fellow liberals, but we wanted to make sure that we spoke at length about what we heard today and how much it resonates with what we believe liberals should do. Again, no permanent allies, only permanent interests. If a politician serves the interests, that uh, the values that we're talking about, we promote them. If a politician doesn't, we destroy them. 
But if they're enfeebled in the middle, if they're vacillating, if they're willing to be pushed either way, our job is not to destroy them necessarily, but to push them in the right direction, in the direction of their better angels. Actually, that's one of the goals uh, that I love about Democracy for America is one of their goals is to reform the Democratic Party. (laughs) And that's what we're all about, too. Absolutely. So there you go. And uh, Michelle Bachman's supposed to be in the building. You want to say anything about her? Uh, I just hope and pray that the, the good Christian conservative individuals of this country rise up and make that fine woman their candidate for president, sweeping aside Mitt Romney. I think a Bachman-Romney ticket with Bachman on the top would be an awesome ticket for 2012. Wow. Yeah. Bachman-Cain, also nice. Bachman-Cain. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That that really bring the crazy. Give me that old time religion. But you know, I have to say, and I, we've talked about this on some of the email threads that um, Bachman is doing two things right. Yep. As a candidate, yep. Not as you know, we don't believe in what she represents, but just speaking, <laughs> right? You know, turning into Tweety for a minute and just not, totally amorally yeah. speaking of politics. Not, not as a moral agent, no. <laughs> but as a politician, she's doing two things really right. She's doing two things really right. She's hiring qualified, expensive talent. Ed Rollins. And she's doing what they tell her to do. Yes, yes. which is the the bar is pretty low. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, here's yeah. here's the shit. Read it and don't embellish. Yeah. But she's doing it. And, and so she didn't get caught in the snare of the birthers, oh. and she didn't get caught in the Ryan snare because she put an asterisk. She was Bachman's asterisk is yeah. the next name of my next <laughs> punk band. I'm telling you. Well, see, if you think about it, she's doing in her own depraved weirdo porn star way. <laughs> Um, what George W. Bush did, he he got a bunch of his daddy's friends mm-hmm. to visit him down on the ranch that he had bought as a prop, yeah. and they told him what to say. And every time they asked him a hard question, he just talked about how much he loved Jesus and America and how compassion is uh, is our national legacy. He didn't make a goddamn word of it, but he listened because he he was smart enough to know that he was very bright. And he'd listen to his handlers, and his handlers told him what to say and what to do and where to stand, and that Uncle Dick would take care of him. And that's what he did. And, but Bachman's doing the same thing. She's positioning herself to be whatever the hell the, the Lady Bush of this of this yeah. of this Lady around Bush. <laughs> Lady Bush. The Wait Lady a Bush. minute. Yeah. That sounds dirty. Yeah. I, <laughs> if you're here, look for us in the halls. We'd love to meet you. Shake your hand. Absolutely. Don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Also, you know, Herman Cain has offered, I think, forty acres and a mule to any American Muslim that wants to leave the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, go back where they came from. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What? Orange County. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> was, what if you were born in Orange County? La, 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 la. Send those Native Americans back where they came from. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Now I'm ripping off from George Carlin. But All steal right. from the best. That's my motto. That's right. Anything else? Nope, we're good. See you around the halls. Bye. Bye.